come on. Yeah, come on. It's like that. It's like that. Hello and welcome to my young, loyal listeners of Teen Bible Study Talk in 10 Minutes. So what do you know? Word on the go. This podcast is brought to you by and produced by Real Time with the Bennett, where real talk happens all the time. I'm your host, Minister Bennett, of today's episode, and my co-host is the lovely Sister Bennett, as my husband affectionately calls me. Thank you for allowing and trusting us to be a part of your Christian walk. In this episode, we will be discussing how can I be in God's image, God's creation, according to God's word. Uh-oh, uh-oh. We are back live in the PNT podcast studio with another great lesson for another great week. And yep, you guys guessed it. We're going to talk about creation and what that means to you, my young, loyal listeners. So let's get right down into this lesson and let's look at the world and the biblical meaning of creation. The action or process of bringing something into existence. 2 Corinthians 5, 5 says, Now the one who has fashioned us for this very purpose is God, who has given us the spirit as a deposit, guaranteeing what is to come. I hope that scripture clearly answers the question in the lesson title, and it should support it very nicely. Well, before I get started, I want to say I missed you guys, where Sister Bennett spoke everything God needed without me adding a word. So give it up for Sister Bennett for the great work she did last week and allowing God to use her. Let me put this out there. Your parents may have conceived you. God fashioned you and created you. Make no mistake about it. There's a difference between the two. How do I know that? Scripture tells us, Psalm 139, 13 and 14 says this, For you form my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. This is David proclaiming that he is the handiwork of God Almighty. Think about that. David is telling us, what God did for him. Imagine that. We must acknowledge whose we are for true change to happen in our lives. For our true rebirth will take place and take shape once we do that. Just like David did. Let me let you in on a little well-known secret. I guess it's not really a secret if it's well-known. I guess that's an oxymoron. Psalm 51.5 says this. Surely I was sinful at birth, and sinful from the time my mother conceived me. See, it is through Jesus Christ that we have this hope and glory and of glory, not through our natural parents, not through our natural life. The Spirit, I want you you to focus back on that scripture. He said the Spirit, he, he, he gave us the Spirit as a deposit, okay? The Spirit that 2 Corinthians 5 and 5 is speaking of is the Holy Spirit which was delivered to us by Jesus' death on the cross. There could be no delivery of the Spirit if Jesus was still alive today. Okay? Let me ask you all this. What is coming for those in Christ? Because that verse talks about a guarantee of something coming. What is that guarantee of something coming? What is it? Okay, you guys know how I love to let God's Word speak on its own. And I'm going to let it do it today. 1 Corinthians 15, 52 through 54, answer this question. Well, it answers the question perfectly. In a flash, in the twinkling of an eye, 
at last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound, the dead will be raised imperishable and will be changed. For the perishable must clothe itself with imperishable and the mortal with immortality. Then the saying that is written will come true. What is that saying? Death has been swallowed up in victory. Did I not say the scripture will speak for itself? This verse further confirms the lead scripture for this lesson. Because death was swallowed up, we are assured of everlasting life. Who wouldn't love a guarantee like that? I can think of a few people, which is scary. That's why God fashioned us for a purpose such as this. What is that? That purpose is kingdom building. We must use what God has given us, the way he's fashioned us, the way he caused us to think after our rebirth, that we are bringing and leading people to Christ and to his kingdom. It's our purpose to tell our friends, people we know about the goodness of Christ, so they too can experience this guarantee for themselves. Let me pray for us as we go into the conversation corner. Father God, I come to you right now thanking you for this great and awesome day, a day that we have yet to see, Lord God, because you fashioned us for this day that you have given us. You have put breath in our body that we may rise up, Lord God, and have breath and life in our body that we may fulfill our purpose that you have fashioned and created us for, Lord God. You are the master clay maker. You have, you have made us with your bare hands. You have shaped every, every facet of, our, of us, Lord God. You know how many hairs is on our head. You know how many teeth are in our mouths, Lord God. You have made us the way you wanted us, that we may do our work for you, that you will place us in places and around people that will receive from us, Lord God, the word that you have placed in us, that will permeate through our action, through our walk, through how we talk, through how we live, oh God, that they will one day say, what is it that you have that you smile every day? What is it that you have that you don't let this world problems worry you? What is it about you that you have that you don't care about your finances, that you know you're going to be okay? What is it about you? that you have, that I need, and we will say to those people, it is Christ, our Savior, and you can have the same. Lord God, allow my young loyal listeners, our young loyal listeners, to begin to talk and walk with that boldness as they fulfill their purpose that you have fashioned them perfectly for. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Hey, let's see what they're rapping about over here in the conversation corner. Hey, Minister Bennett. What y'all rapping about over here? We were chatting about 2 Corinthians 5.17, which reads, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. I explained that sometimes young as well as older Christians struggle with letting go of their past. We have all done things, said things that we are not proud of. And while we have asked for forgiveness and God has thrown it into the sea of forgetfulness, the devil is crafty. He keeps those mistakes on repeat and keeps us replaying them over and over again in our minds. The devil tries to make us think that God doesn't love us because of what we've done or said, or that we're really not Christians because of those mistakes. Whom the Son has set free is truly free indeed. If you have asked God for forgiveness, then you are free from that sin. Stop going deep sea fishing and reeling in those past mistakes. 
Change your stinking thinking. Old things have passed away and behold, all things have become new. You are the only one who can change your thinking. This happens through prayer and not dwelling on negativity, but speaking positivity into your life on a daily basis. It doesn't happen overnight. It requires you to put in the work. You've heard me say it over and over again. If you want something different, you have to do something different. I know, okay, some of you may be saying, I don't go deep sea fishing, but my family and some of my friends are always bringing up what I've done. Well, guess what? When they do that, use it as your testimony. Don't get in your feelings. Don't let the negative talk take you down a dark path. No, just say that was then, but look at me now. I'm a new creation. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. So if you don't want to say it out loud, rebuke the negativity in your mind and keep it moving. Let your walk show that you are not defined by your past. You are not who you used to be. Walk with your head held high, thanking God that in Christ, you are a new creation. Now let's take a minute and define creation. So that everyone is clear and there is no misunderstanding, it means the act of being created. (laughs) Okay, let's look at what created means then. Created means And this, I'm telling you, is going to blow your mind. Listen carefully. Created means to cause to come into being as something unique that would not naturally evolve or that is not made by ordinary processes. My God. The reason you are a new creation is because you are not made by ordinary processes. You are extraordinary. My God, grab a hold of that. You better walk in your newness. You better walk in Christ. Don't let the devil or no one else hold you to your past. Change your stinking thinking and get to stepping. In summary, the importance of knowing who created you and why. God did it for his kingdom building. I will close with these two quotes. The whole difference between construction and creation is exactly this. That a thing constructed can only be loved after it is constructed, but a thing created is loved before it exists. While I know myself as a creation of God, I'm also obligated to realize and remember that everyone else and everything else are also God's creation. As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-productions editing techniques that's used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, it's Christian Education Ministry in association with Real Time with the Bennett. Well, real talk, what? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.